welcome to the True Tabernacle podcast channel. We hope that you find encouragement and inspiration during one of our sermons, discussions, or interviews. For more information regarding our faith community, connect with us on Facebook at our True Tabernacle page. And while you're at it, hit subscribe to this channel to stay connected. Christmas, amen, truly celebrating the reason for the season, amen, and uh, it was good, amen, but now it's time to move to the next step, amen, but God is so good, so thankful that you're all here, for those that are on, on the live stream, we welcome you as well, God is good, so good. I don't know what it is, but I'll seems like every year I seem to go through this phase mentally and physically and everything. It usually hits around when the code starts moving in. I start doing evaluation. And, uh, you know, where, where, do, where am I? Where do I stand? You know, what, what can I do better going into the next year? You know, start, uh, so to speak, unpacking this past year. I want to share that with you this morning. Uh, you know, in just a few short hours, 96 hours or whatever it is, four days, you know, we will fall, we will move into a new year, right? In Times Square, a crystal ball will fall. In Atlanta, a giant peach will descend. In Orange County, an orange will be dropped. In Raleigh, North Carolina, there will be a 1,250-pound acorn Amen. And in Tippy, Arizona, a giant tortilla chip will fall and descend into a bowl of salsa. Amen. In other places, large and small, Americans will witness plunging opossums, bologna, pickles, fish, lollipops, stuffed goats. Only in America, only in America do we celebrate such things. But early in the morning, on the 1st, Amen. This road right outside of the church will be filled with revelers returning home. Egypt had welcomed the new year successfully. Yet I wonder, I wonder, did they really? Did they really, amen, was successful in letting the old year go and stepping into the new year? Amen. Is it possible to open the new until you have closed the old? Is it possible? Amen. Over the holidays, I have pondered a passage of Scripture, and it seems appropriate for this, this occasion here this morning. Amen. Our text will come from Joshua, the fifth chapter, verses 10 through 12. And the Bible says this, And the children of Israel encamped in Gilgal and kept the Passover on the 14th day of the month and even in the plains of Jericho. And they did eat of the old corn of the land on the morrow after the Passover and unleavened cakes and parched corn in the selfsame day. And the manna ceased on the morrow after they had eaten of the old corn of the land. Neither had the children of Israel manna anymore, but they did eat 
of the fruit of the land of Canaan that year. Today, well, Wednesday or Thursday night, or maybe tonight, Pastor will focus on the new year. But this morning, I think we need to spend some time unpacking yesterday. Unpacking yesterday. That's what I want to speak to you for a little bit this morning. Amen. Let's put our Bibles down, raise our hands, and let's pray and ask the Lord to bless this word. Lord, we love you, we praise you, we thank you. We thank you for this opportunity to be here, Lord, to be in your presence, Lord. Thank you for a desire to come into your house, Lord. There's no place we'd rather be, Lord, than in your presence, Lord. Jesus, to hear your word, Lord, to bask in your glory. I pray, Lord, that you give each and every one of us to rest, Lord, that you speak to each and every one of us. Help us, Lord, as we examine ourselves, Lord Jesus, to make this, to draw the line in the sand, Lord, and be determined that the things for 2021 cannot be the same in our lives as they was in 2020, Lord. The things that we can control, Lord Jesus. I just pray, Lord, that you speak to your people this morning, Lord, and help us, Lord, as we seek, as we hunger, and we thirst and desire for more of you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Let's give the Lord a hand clap of praise as you're being seated. Amen. God is good. Matter of fact, my wife reminded me this morning that I had received some new shirts, and that means I need to make room for the, for the new shirts by getting rid of some old shirts. You know, I think we all have that. You know, we do spring cleaning. We do certain things. We empty things out to make way for the new. But 2020 had a full suitcase. Amen. It was packed full. Amen. One journalist called 2020 a peevish year. The years seemed crammed, bulging at the seams, unable to hold one more thing. Amen. Christianity Today rated the top stories of the year as the impeachment, COVID-19, the pandemic, social justice. Uh, it had the election. Amen. It was just plumb full. Amen. Plumb full. Uh, the death of Ruth, Ruth, Ruth Gator Ginsburg, the filling of her seat. Everything that could be crammed into one year seemed to hit this year. You know, in chaos and all those things I listed. And when we look at each and every one of them, they was packed full with something else. You know, when you look at the impeachment, you got the quid pro quo and all the stuff that's attached to it. You know, the social justices, and you see, you know, the George Floyds, the Breonna Taylors, all this stuff crammed in. There's, there's more than just the impeachment. There's more than just the election. The election's still going on. There's still uncertainty. You know, it's a bunch of chaos. If that's one thing that would sum up 2020 would be chaos. You know, that's my opinion. It, it would, it would just, it's just a year like, wow. You know, how do you really describe 2020? But it was overloaded. But see, in Murphy's Law, you may recall, is that everything that can go wrong usually will. Amen? And Murphy had some laws for packing. No matter how early you start, there will always be a last-minute packing. It don't matter how early you start. You know, you start packing this, you'll always be in there throwing something else in there. Amen? And no matter how light it feels, if you're flying, always assume that you're over the weight limit. Amen? Always assume that you're over the weight limit. There's more in there than what you think. Amen. And no matter what you pack, you will arrive. You will have something you have forgotten. Amen. Whether it's a troop bus or something, you will have forgotten something. 
to pack. And may I add this, regardless of what you pack, there's always the possibility that someone will slip something into your luggage unaware. That's what the warning is you hear at the airports. Do not let strangers put something into your luggage. Amen. Don't let somebody attach something to you. Amen. 2020 was the stranger just 12 months ago. For 365 days, the year was, has inserted things into our lives. Now the year is coming to a close. We're moving into to tomorrow, and yesterday's suitcase is packed. And now we must unpack yesterday. Amen. We look at our text. The Israelites were camped in Gilgal, similar to the Hebrew word for row. Here God rode back the Jordan. Amen. Here God rolled out the carpet of the promised land. Amen. And here God longed to roll away the past. Amen. The wandering was over. Egypt and her leeks, onions and garlics were behind them. Canaan with her milk lay before them. Amen. Doubt lay dead in the wilderness. Amen. Faith brought the faithful to the other side. Amen. The exiles had finally found a home. Amen. The wanderers were were at rest. Amen. God's people entered into the promise. Amen. The entrance bore a striking resemblance to the exit. A Passover was celebrated. Unleavened bread, bitter herbs, and wine, emblems of the new day. Amen. The bread, however, was something new. Amen. It had been made from the old corn of the new land. Amen. For 40 years, Israel had eaten angels' food. Manna had come to them each day. Five, Riding side straddle with the dew, the supernatural flowed with the natural. Once they entered the promised land, the manas had stopped. Amen. It ceased and never reappeared. Soon the commemorative golden pot of manna in the ark would disappear. All traces of manna would be gone. Israel no longer needed it. So just like Elijah's brook, it dried up. Something else had been prepared. God's people Eight of the old corn of Canaan. These are, there are moments when we need to take comfort in yesterday. We look at the past and say that it was better then. The grass was greener. The skies were bluer. Friends were more loving and loyal back then. Times were better back then. Can you imagine the shock of the Israelites? For most manna had been their only known staple. It appeared each and every day but the Sabbath for 40 years. Day after day, week after week, year after year, the manna came. One day after eating the old corn in the land, the manna stopped. Exiting their temporary abodes, Israelites were startled to find the manna had gone. Amen. Looking over their left and looking over their right shoulders, they wondered, what happened? Where did it go? Amen. The manna. Where is the manna? What are we going to do now? We've depended upon this our whole lives. For 40 years, we've, we've trusted and depended upon this. No one likes change. Amen. Change comes along, boy, we, we, we bristle up. What do you mean I got to do it this way? I've always done it this way. What do you mean I got to change? What do you mean I got to have a different perspective? Amen. Nobody likes change. We grow uncomfortable with yesterdays routines. Amen. We like the old ways. Amen. We are suspicious of anything that threatens the customary. How dare you say we're going to do it this way? 
Jesus said it like this in Luke 5 and 39. No man also having drunk old wine straightway drinketh, desireth news. For he saith the old is better. The spirit of Christ is likened to new wine. Old wineskins cannot hold new wine. Faith calls for faith. Glory calls for glory. Newness calls for new. Amen. We need new wine. Amen. But, the, but we long for the old. We wish for yesterday. Everything was better yesterday. Amen. We cling to yesterday's suitcases. Crammed with memories. Some, some items were helpful. Some were hurtful. Regardless, we tried to lug old baggage into the new land. Amen. We try to bring it in. I seen a commercial the other day, and I was, I was reminded of what Mr. Stitzinger taught us in seventh grade American history. That it, was, it was a commercial that talked about how Henry Ford and the Ford industry was for 117 years were constantly changing. But I remember this story from seventh grade American history, so I looked it up. Henry Ford, amen, Henry Ford's Model T was the only been in production four years in 1912. Ford's production manager, William Coonston, determined that it seemed and seemed it needed to be updated. The only problem was that Henry Ford loved his creation so much that he opposed changing anything about it. He would fight you for it. Amen. When Ford was on a European vac vacation, Coonston created a prototype of a new car. Upon Ford's return, he, he was confronted with Coonston's creation, a four-door convertible painted a brilliant red. One witness said that Ford stuffed his hands into his pockets and walked around the car three or four times. He finally gasped, grasped one of the doors and pulls until it falls off. Then he does the same to the other door. He rips the fabric top. He kicks out the windshields. He did his best to wreck the car. Coonston left that left for another startup company called General Motors. Competition finally forced Ford to make a Model A, but his heart was not in it. He refused to change up until competition came. Amen. He was lost in yesterday, body here, but his mind was elsewhere. Amen. When the church was only a few years old, particularly everyone was Jewish and part Jewish. Things were about to change. Heaven intruded into Simon Peter's quiet time. Before long, the chief apostle was en route to a house of a Greek named Cornelius. Amen. To understand that this was just not for the Jews only. It was for the Gentiles as well. Amen. Change. Amen. Peter was hesitant at first. Amen. About the change. But thank God for it because we're here today because of the change. Amen. We rest on yesterday, but God urges us into the future. Amen. God had brought his people through the dry and thirsty land, fiery serpents, fierce enemies, delivered, the disbelieving brethren had all been conquered. But God needed his people to know something. His gift was temporary. His presence is eternal. Amen. Our time here is only temporary. His presence, one day, soon, we are going to be with Him forevermore. That is eternal. And it's what we do today determines whether we make it there. Amen. The manna was only for a season. 
this is only for a season. God, He is the rock of all ages. He'll never leave you. He'll never forsake you. He's a friend that's sticking closer than a brother. He's always right on time. It does not matter if we're in the valleys or on the top of a mountain. God is always there to lead us and guide us and take us through no matter what we face. Amen. That's the constant staple we have in our lives. If we have that relationship with Him, He will carry us through all things. It doesn't matter what we face, the beating we take, the hurts, or whatever. God will always be there to pick you up. Always be that chief cornerstone, that anchor, amen, that you can count on. Amen. Before his people, the enemy fled. Canaanites who had, had, bred, had heard of God's power ran. They abandoned empty houses, widened fields, and old food stores. And Israel ate of the old corn of Canaan. When confronting a rigid mindset, Jesus once said that his food was God's will. Amen. God's will to bring us into a brighter future. Amen. So Israel, behind you is the manna. Before you is the land of seven blessings. Wheat, barley, grape, fig, pomegranate, olive, oil, and honey. God wants to enlarge your options. God wants to create more room for you at the table. Amen. He spread the table in the presence and in the absence of your enemies. Amen. The Canaanites are gone. A new day has dawned. Amen. A new day is here. We need to be full of that new wine. We need to keep drinking of the new wine. Yesterday's gone. Today we're in need. Today is here. Today is his word that will carry us. Jeremiah 29 and 11, the new King James Version says, For I know the thoughts that I think towards you, saith the Lord. Those thoughts of peace and not of evil, to give you a future and a hope. A bright future is planned for us. Amen. Bright enough to blind our past. Amen. Old corn in the new land awaits us. Amen. Imagine that Dillard's ran a, ran a contest for an entire wardrobe. The only condition was that the winner had to discard every old thing in the closet to make room for the new. The winner is announced, and, if some, and it was someone who wore rags picked up from here and there. Everyone was thrilled, but the winner refused to let go. Amen. The future cannot be realized until the person held to the past let it go. How many times do we do that? How many times does God want to bless us and we go back to the past? Amen. It's time to let the past go. Amen. We learn from the past. It's helped shape us and mold us in who we are today, but it's time to let it go. Amen. We can't go into our future. Amen. Holding on to the past. Amen. Sounds familiar? It should. Heaven is frequently mystified by our refusal to accept God's best. Amen. When a prepared table awaits us, we cling to the husk of a distant country. What God cannot give us is what we will not receive. Satisfied lives have no room for enrichment. Amen. I'm not comfortable where I'm at. I'm not comfortable. Com I understand this is only temporary. I understand that he's gone to prepare a place for us. And where he is, I must be also. Amen. I've got to do everything I can here. Whatever. i got to set aside every weight of sin that does so easily beset me. 
Amen. Everything that hinders me, I've got to let it go. Amen. Because it's going to drag me down from achieving what God has for me. Amen. Empty yesterday to make room for today. We need to empty yesterday. Amen. Today, to Israel's credit, we read of no mourning for the loss of manna. No one is recorded as hoarding it. It was good for a season. But seasons change. Now God brings meat in due season. Amen. Some things are necessary burdens. Our age, temperament, and, and basic physical makeup are things we cannot undo. Amen. This is baggage that we'll carry throughout our lives. Sometimes we temporarily help bear others' burdens. But this is only temporary since each person must bear his or her own burden. Amen. What we can ill afford to carry are the things from yesterday that should have been left behind. Amen. The journey is simply too long for this. Amen. We have to let it go. Amen. We have to let it go. I came across a poem, a poem about an animal rescued from a city pound, and it reads like this. Now that I'm home, bathed, settled, and fed, all nicely tucked in my warm new bed, I'd like to open my baggage lest I forget there is so much to carry, so much to regret. Hmm. Yes, there is. Right on the top, let's unpack loneliness, heartache, and loss. And there, by my leash, hides fear and shame. As I look at these things I tried so hard to leave, I still have to unpack my, my, my baggage called pain. I love them, the others, the ones who left me, but I wasn't good enough, for they didn't want me. Will you add to my baggage? Will you help me unpack? Or will you just look at my things and take me right back? Do you have the time to help me unpack, to put away my baggage, to need to never repack? I pray that you do. I'm so tired, you see, but I do come with baggage. Will you still want me? Whether we are animals or humans, it seems we all come with baggage. Amen. Are you wanted? Oh, yes. You're definitely wanted. He rescued us from the enemy's clutches. He has keys to unlock our hurts and our pains. Amen. He opens tomorrow's possibilities while shutting yesterday's failures. But we have to cooperate. We must open ourselves up to Jesus. Amen. There's no need to hold to the hurts. You can go into your tomorrow. You let go of your yesterday. Amen. Unpack yesterday. Let go of those slights. Let go of those bitterness. Let go. Let God help you remove this from your life. Let it go. Let it go. Make it with less. Empty your suitcase. Amen. Empty that suitcase. Amen. We used to sing more for Jesus. Now we should just sing less for Jesus. Yes, I said less for Jesus. Less of self. Selfless. We need to be selfless. We need to look at others with the same compassion Christ looks at us. Amen. 
less of doubts. We need to be doubtless. We need to quit doubting the word of God and what is preached to us and step into our future. Quit holding on to the past hurts. Quit letting things drag us down when God has a promise for us. Amen. He has spoken to us. Amen. We've heard it. We just need to apply the word and step out in faith. Quit doubting. Doubt less. Less of those debilitating fears. Fearless. We need to be fearless and boldness in our, in our preaching, in our teaching, in our witnessing of God. Amen. It doesn't matter what this world brings at us. We know who holds our future. Amen. He's got us right in the palm of his hand. Amen. He has ordered our steps. Amen. He's gone before us and prepared a place for us. So the steps that we take, God has ordered. He's gone before every person and every place we went. God has already been there and prepared it for your coming. Amen. As John the Baptist said, he must increase and I must decrease. Child of God, Jesus must increase and we must decrease. We need less. We need less of us and more of him. This city deserves a church that reflects Jesus. Amen. The thousands of millions in this area need a church that is loosed. Loosed in the Holy Ghost. Loosed in the Spirit. Bold in its, in its preaching. Bold in its witness. Amen. Your family needs you to empty yesterday's suitcases. Amen. They need you to let go of the bitterness, the anger, the hurts. Amen. And they need you to, to show that love of Christ that's shed abroad in your heart through the Holy Ghost. Amen. To reach out to them, to talk to them, to show them there is a way of escape. Amen. Your fellow students and your employees need you to start over. They need a fresh start from you. They need you to walk in there every day, letting that light shine. Amen. Being that witness. Amen. Sharing not what happened here or there, not sharing what, what you know, the, 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 the water cooler gossip, amen, but sharing the gospel of Jesus Christ. Let me share you. Let me tell you my testimony. Let me tell you what God did for me this week. Amen. When there seemed to be no way, God made a way. Amen. I was feeling sick and prayed and called upon some other people to pray and God healed my body. Amen. We need to share those testimonies. They need to know that they do have an option, a lot better option than what a lot of them are turning to. Amen. We need to unpack yesterday. Amen. We need to let things from yesterday go. Amen. We cling to the worthless when God wants to give us the worthwhile. We hold to our trinkets when the Lord wants to give us treasures. Amen. There's treasures. God has treasures for us. But we're too busy sometimes holding on to the past instead of letting things go. Amen. And it drags us down. Amen. I told my boss the other day, we went in there to a meeting. Amen. And sometimes when you get around him, I told him, man, sometimes coming in here talking to you, it's like you're sucking the life out of somebody. You know? Everything's got to be negative. We're going into the holidays and all you're worried about, what if this goes wrong, that goes wrong, this and that? Well, what if it don't? Amen. Well, we got to prepare for the worst. Well, you need to prepare for Jesus. Amen. Life is not all gloomy and dooming. 
All right? It's not gloomy and doomy. Amen? When we walk with the Lord, hey, my future is bright. Amen? I've got it tomorrow. Amen? You may need to evaluate yourself and figure out where your tomorrow's at. Amen? Are you, are you prepared to send up to heaven or are you making a bed in hell? Amen? That determines your outlook, your comfort, you know, your assurance. Amen? We need to let people that's going to suck life out of us, we need to let them go. Amen? They're going to drag you down. Amen? Flip the turn on the table on them. Start encouraging them. Every time they come around, hey, put a little plug in their mouth. Say, hey, man, let me tell you what God did. Hey, let me tell you how this day's going. You know, it ain't all broke. Things ain't falling apart. God's got it all under control. Amen. We got a great future. Amen. But we got to let that past go. Amen. We got to let that bitterness, that hurt go. Amen. Let go of the past. Only then can you find your future. Amen. We're headed in. We're going to be doing, I believe, Thursday night, watch night service. We'll be doing, doing a communion. Amen. Communion. Man, that's a great thing. That is a great thing. But I'm always reminded about communion is I've got, I got to let things go. I'm about to partake in some new wine. Amen. I cannot hold on to the past. Amen. I don't want to go into 2021. I understand some things are going to go. There's some things we can't fix. But the things I can control, amen, we need to fix. We need to take care of. We're on this side of 2021. And I would encourage you until watch night service. Make this be a, let this be a drawing line in the sand. It says, you know what? There's some things I need to make sure. There's some things I've carried from 2017, 18, 19. There's probably some things I've carried on before. I need to let go. You know, when we look at this story in our text, I was reminded that most of the originals did not make it into the promised land. They didn't make it because they couldn't let go of the past. They kept turning to old idols. They kept thinking about the garlic with leeks. And they allowed that to drag them down. And they missed their promise. Amen. They missed their promise. I know the trump of God is about to sound. And I do not want to be not prepared for that. I do not want some luggage or some baggage that I'm carrying to, hit, to hinder me from making it to my promise. Amen. At least Moses got to see the promised land, and we know he was there later. He was there at the, at the, on the Mount of Transfiguration. Amen. But we need to take this time. I'm encouraging you as we head into the new year. Find that time. Examine yourself. Let things go. Amen. Had a problem, man. Somebody had all with me, and I tried my dead level best to leave my gift at the altar, go to them, to make things right. They had all with me, all right? And every time I went, it kept getting flipped. Like, Lord, what do I do? What do I do? What do you do in that situation? I'm not the one with all, they are. I don't feel I've done nothing. I'm, willing, I'm sitting here willing to suck it up, apologize for something I have not even done. 
all right? I'm, I'm willing to be the bigger person, as they would say. But at the same time, I'm, I'm tormented for some fact. What, I don't know what I did. And every time I approach the person, they flipped. And God says, you know what? You've done your part. You've attempted to do your part. So that's gone. I've got to move on. I cannot keep thinking about that situation. The hurts and the pains that we have. We've been offended. We've been hurt. We've done all this. Had a lot of things happen to us. 2020, I'm telling you, I've, I've, I've learned some more about, so much about my friends. I have no problem cutting the strings, fellas. I'm telling you, I don't have time for those attitudes. If you'll stand with me, we'll close. I don't have time for that attitude. I don't have time for that. Amen. We don't have time for that because our redemption draws nigh. Amen. The trump of God is about to sound. Amen. And if anything, I must be saved. I must be right with God. Amen. And I know there's been a lot of luggage and a lot of baggage that 2020 has attached itself to us. There's still some stuff probably from the past years that some of us are holding. But I'm encouraging you. Let's make 2021, regardless of what happens in 2021, let's make it the best year yet because we've emptied ourselves and we've unpacked yesterday and we've let the past go and we've drank into that new wine. Amen? And let God have his will. See, the past dominates the Lord's Supper. Jesus said, do this in remembrance of me. Amen. Remember his suffering. Amen. The bread was broken. Remember his substitution. I am crucified with Christ. Amen. I must daily deny myself, pick up my cross, and follow him. That's all that matters. I must drink of the new wine daily. Refreshed. We ain't as drunk as we're supposed to be. Amen. We need to keep drinking that new wine. We need to be filled to overflowing. Amen. That's what's going to keep the garbage from coming in. Amen. Remember his purpose. Freely you have received, freely give. Amen. The old has passed. A new day dawns. You are free to possess your inheritance. Amen. Have you unpacked yesterday? I wouldn't challenge us. Amen. I would challenge all the ones that are watching on live stream. Let's make today the start until it's going into the new year. We've got four days. Let's unpack yesterday. Let's search. Let's search. And let's ask God. And let's unpack. And let's make 2021 an unbelievable year because it's got more of Jesus and less of us and less of this world. Amen. As they play something, I'm going to open up the altars. I'm going to ask you to make this a day. Find a place. Find a place where you're sitting. If you're at home, find a place, whether it's on your couch or wherever it is, and, and unpack. Cry out to God. Ask God to examine, to search you. Amen. The, the psalmist said, purge me, O Lord. Empty ourselves out. Let's go. Let's let the Lord move. Let's let go of hurts and past. You know, the bitterness and all that. Amen. Let's find a place to pray right now. Lord, we love you. Lord, we praise you. Lord, I ask that you search me and cleanse me.